doing all that? Welcome back to another episode of Arsenio's ESL Podcast. It's a business English podcast, but I'm your crazy ass host, Arsenio. And today, we're going to be talking about customer retention, okay? Customer retention. And so, what we have to do here, people, is talk about building relationships. You don't understand how crucial this is. People don't understand, like entrepreneurs, like I'm talking about real entrepreneurs, not fake entrepreneurs who just wear suits and they pose in front of rented airplanes and rented cars. I'm talking about entrepreneurs that have a business. It's very, very important that your name and once you understand is your brand. So you never want your name to be associated with something negative. Like, oh, Arsenio lacks integrity, right? Arsenio, not as good as he said he was, says he is, right? Because I always knew what my capabilities were. So when people come to me for TOEFL, they hear it right off the back, right? Because what? They listen to my podcast on Spotify. They follow me on Instagram. They say, hey, I got a test coming up. Can you help me? This is me or me building up so much trust within my podcast that they say, you know what? This guy is the man. And guess what? I don't disappoint at all. So again, when I build relationships, this is important, right? And I'm going to ask you about three different statements. And then, of course, you can think about it also. But it's kind of like when just, just today, as a matter of fact, big shout out to Austria, right? Austria, as a matter of fact. I think that's, yeah, that, that's pretty much her name, right? Austria. Yeah. Literally, that's the country name, but that's her name, right? She's way, right out of Mexico. Big shout out to you. So excited to have you on following me podcast and stuff and she uh added me on facebook and i'm like okay well she's got a spanish name so more than likely she is someone who i can speak to right i speak to the heart of my central and south americans because those are my people right that's my biggest brand although i have yes i know i got people from all other parts of the world but my central and south americans i speak to their soul so when she added me, I said, hey, thank you so much for adding me. How do you know? She's like, Spotify. She sent me a photo of the blog. We went on like a 30-minute conversation about so many things. Because, of course, me and my Mexicans, man, they are like me and my Puerto Ricans, right? And so, uh, you know, we're just so close because I was brought up with Mexicans, you know, being around Mexicans. Some of my closest and best friends. My One of my childhood friends from 1994, he still follows me on, uh, what is it, Instagram today. Uh, Carlos, Carlos Martinez, he was the one that was able to bring out my personality back in 2002 to 2003. He is Mexican, you know what I mean? His entire family is Mexican. You know, uh, Irvin Valdivinos, it was Mexican. I got the El Salvadorians, right? Uh, Alex and Joseph, although they kind of just, I was like the younger brother who was a little bit annoying and they kind of pushed me aside, but it's funny. Who, who, like, if we, like, compare what's going on in people's lives right now, I'm like, yeah, you should have never pushed me aside. But anyways, when I talk about building relationships, I just went off on, like, a completely different tangent. So let's get back to it. I built the relationship with her, right? Because she's like, oh, my God, I got a TOEFL IBT test. It's coming up July 31st. I said, hey, because you follow me and because you added me on Facebook, and because I saw that Mexico, there were about 17 views on my blog today, and you are one of those individuals who have viewed, hey, free consultation. I want to help you. She said, man, I would love to take your course, but I don't have that much time. I was like, hey, don't even worry. Let me get this consultation. Because she, what, what scared me was she asked me, 
She's like, oh my God, is this speaking hard? I said, oh my God, she hasn't done the speaking. Holy shit, this is going to be a rude awakening. I need to get in and help her. And it's not like the other beautiful Brazilian who I'm going to be coaching real soon, Rafaela, you know, uh, she got uh, unfortunately a 70 and it's because it was the first time she took a test. Uh, and me, I'm like, she booked the calendar. I'm like, okay, I got you. Don't even worry about that. We're going to get you a score and you're going to go on, right? It was... Austria saying, oh, man, I need a 94, and I've never taken the test. And I'm like, okay, you kind of scared me with that comment. So I'm going to hurry up. Let's get on this consultation. I'm going to help you with the speaking. We'll go from there. See, that's called building relationships. I'm not doing that with an intent in my mom's my mind saying, oh, yeah, I know she's going to sign up for my test, and uh, you know, she's going to sign up for my course. No, don't really give a damn. Maybe she will. Maybe she won't. I did a consultation. I did, I, I have done 20 consultations with Filipinos from around the world and none of them had become one of my, like one of my clients or one of my students, never. Does that go to, does that say anything? No, but that I'm just saying that out of the good graces of my heart, if they do book, although they don't book anymore because they book and they just disappear and they never come and show up. So I don't deal with those types of folks anymore. I hate Flakers, right? Uh, but again, now in saying that I build relationships and I especially, I build relationships with people who know me now, people who add me on Facebook and they're like, Oh, I don't really know your podcast. Those are people who could be time wasted. Not all of them, but very much so, but people, especially central and South American, I know that I speak to their heart and immediately I get into building that relationship. So I'm going to give you three questions. Retaining existing customers is more important than finding new customers. Do you agree or disagree? Number two, new customers provide more revenue than existing customers. Do you agree or disagree? Now, going into the next one and the last one, keeping customers is cheaper than finding new customers. So if we break these down, retaining existing customers is more important than finding new customers. I think this is absolutely important. Why COVID? Right now, if you say, Arsenio, do you have existing customers? Well, I've been fortunate enough. Like, I was able to coach, uh, uh, you know, the girl from Spain for two months. Uh, I coached the, uh, the Indian guy probably for about a month, month and a half. I have a Brazilian. She has stopped since then, but she's going to be coming back. And then I have, obviously, some two potentials. And I have another Chilean guy, you know, uh, a teacher, as a matter of fact. I brought him on and stuff. So, again, the, these are, like, short-term because after they achieve their goal, maybe they might message me in the future, maybe they won't. So again, building those, it's not, so. I'm built, I built that relationship, I got the score for them, but anytime they hear someone in their life and they say, damn, I really need help with TOEFL, immediately I will come to mind. That's called building a reputation and word of mouth. Now building relationships, this is important when I start doing classes online. So this is going to be a major success if I could get two to four people from different countries in the world to join a conversation class with me. This would be very, very good and very important, and especially for my business, because then it goes into retaining these, you know, how can I retain these existing customers? It's kind of like an international school student, right, who I taught for about 16 hours. I would go to his house. 
he goes to one of the most the, the beautiful, most expensive international schools in all of Bangkok. And I'm like, okay, well, Arsenio, everything is shut down. Like, how are you going to be able to retain him? It all depends how you, you know, the results and what you do. So I remember, you know, my friend just kept pushing me like, hey, are you going to retain him? Is he going to sign up through here, there? You need to hurry up and ask questions. So I said, hey, you know what? Just to let you know, your son has only had four hours left. Is there anything that I could do? Like, is there any way I could, uh, are you guys going to continue? She's like, hey, absolutely. And I said, see, how was I able to retain that customer? It's by giving them the results. By, and of course, here in Thailand, it's all about obviously making them happy. Because if I were to just teach him grammar, 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 grammar every day, he would be bored out of his mind. And then every time his mother would say, hey, AJ's coming over. He'd be like, oh, I don't want to learn. See, that's not good. That's not good. But if he says, hey, AJ's coming over. Okay, cool. And the mother's like, oh, well, that's good. That's better, much better compared to the shitty ass teacher he had before. See what I mean, people? So during the COVID times, it's very important to have that consistent revenue. It's kind of like uh, one of my longtime friends. She's one of the very first international speakers who I brought onto my podcast three years ago, Anna Wynn. Oh my God, we've reconvened. It's crazy. What a story. Um, she works for CP. Now CP has monopolized out here in Thailand. I really don't give a shit about them, but she was able with CP's money to build a farm in Dalat, Vietnam. And now she is the sales team leader to selling all those vegetables to Singapore. Like, you know what I mean? And the reason why I'm telling you this is because during COVID, people are still buying food. So retaining customers and having those customers on a consistent basis, you always want to keep them happy. You never want a customer to go to a competitor because you suck. But I've done that on so many different occasions out here in Thailand. If one person sucks, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going over here then. I can't remember. It doesn't come to mind and whatnot. Normally, I post reviews and I talk shit, okay? But again, here in Thailand, you know, you could, there's something called defamation. And you, you could get thrown in jail for years for speaking your mind in this country. I swear, this is like Cambodia-ish. No offense to my Cambodians. But anyways, so that is the goal to retaining customers. Do you guys get what I'm saying? I hope you do. And again, are you going to be able to find new customers when there's an economic downturn? Boom, just told you. This is why going back to a couple of podcasts where that girl was like, oh my God, we really can't lose him because if we lose him to another competitor, this is going to happen. See, in an economic downturn, if you got someone who continues to buy to you, got buy from you on a routine basis, it's important. I've been teaching one of my students, I call him Neymar because he was a big supporter of Neymar during the 2018 uh, World Cup. He is still my student to this day. There's another student who I, um, yeah, he's still my student to this day. So I know that I always get paid from him no matter what every month. You know, having that, uh, that the outside project, which I think is going to be ended soon, although the language centers and tutors are all shut down. So I don't think it's going to go forth. But, um, you know, having, uh, what is it? Having um oh my god i just got thrown off by looking at my damn phone okay focus refocus having people who buy from you on a consistent basis is very very important every year do you guys get what i'm saying 
or every year or every month. Because when there's an economic downturn and you're looking for new customers, new customers are probably not going to extend the trust as they would if there was an economic uh, uprise. I think that's, uh, you know, a, a whatever, a noun that I could use in regards to downturn, you know, the opposite of downturn. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So going into the second one, new customers provide revenue or more revenue than existing customers. I mean, this is debatable. This is debatable. And it depends if your prices increase from year to year. You see what I mean? And the last question, keeping customers is cheaper than finding new customers. Uh, well, it just depends. Cheaper, I, I don't know what it means by that. Um, uh, but new customers, are they gonna pay less, but you have to pay more out of your pocket? I don't know what that means, but you guys get what I'm saying. So again, there are some verbs, nouns, adjectives, how to make a lifelong customer. Um, this is going to be really, really good stuff. It's on my Business English Podcast badge. And now, again, you guys can think about how you retain customers. Use a mind map to organize your ideas. So, again, customer retention. You can talk about build relationships, follow up, future needs, stuff like that. And now I want to get into the listening portion of this. What we're going to do, and I'm going to screen share right now before I forget the audio, is we're going to listen to George. He is a sales rep for Baxter's. It's basically a stationary supply warehouse. It's kind of like Office Mate out there in America. Uh, it's kind of like a B2S uh, out here in Thailand. You guys get what I'm saying? Now, they just got a new project. I mean, uh, sorry, they just won a new contract two weeks after the sale. He phones his contact to get some feedback. So again, you guys, we're going to listen to this. We're going to dissect it. If you want the questions and everything else, it's on the Business English Podcast badge. Okay? So in saying that, here we go. Good morning, Tracy York. Hi, Tracy. It's George Young at Baxter's here. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. I'm just calling because you should have got your first delivery now, and I just wanted to check everything was up to standard. Okay. Yeah, it arrived on time and everything was there, so we're very happy overall. That's great to hear. And the condition of the delivery was okay? Yes, there were no problems there. Great. So you don't have any problems? Well, actually, there is one thing. Go on. It's not about the delivery. I was trying to reorder some supplies for another branch on your website, but I couldn't complete the checkout. Really? I'm sorry about that. What exactly happened? Well, when I tried to enter the customer number you gave me, the system froze. It's probably just a temporary problem. Yes, that shouldn't happen. Uh, let me check with the IT team on that and I'll get back to you. OK, thanks, George. But uh, other than that, you're generally satisfied? Absolutely. Well, I'll get back to you about the IT issues soon, and if you need anything else, please let me know. Great. Thanks for your call. Bye. Bye. All right. So, ask yourself, do you think the phone call, okay, improved or damaged George's relationship with Tracy? And would you have done anything differently? Now, George is like, okay, he didn't give anything immediate. He didn't give a deadline or anything, but he did show... That empathy, like, I'm sorry to hear that. What exactly happened? She talked about it. She's like, okay, it could just be a little mistake. He said, okay, I'm going to look into it, okay? Guys, this is 
absolutely important because when you aren't able and if you just shrug your shoulders after you get, you know, you have something bought to a customer who just bought that thing from you, this ends up being a big problem. I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Eric Thomas, S2S podcast, motivational speaker, number one, we know him, love him to death. He went to buy a bike that ended up becoming famous, never really heard of it, but it's called a Peloton, right? So he went to the store, he bought the Peloton, he brought it home, everything was all jacked up, he took it back. And it's funny because the African-American lady, and again, for some reason, I have to say African-American because it's so unfortunate how we give ourselves the worst service. She walks out to him while he's taking it out. She's like, sir, how can I help you? He's like, yeah, well, this doesn't work. She's like, have you tried contacting Peloton? He said, no, I bought it from you. I'm not going to contact them. I'm going to contact you because I'm the, I bought it from you. See, what happened there? That damaged the relationship with not only that ridiculous ass lady who met him in the parking lot and tried being very defensive, but the overall image of the Peloton bike, it being just completely garbage. So what I'm trying to say here is, if you sell something to someone, and then that next time they try asking you for a little bit of help and you shrug them off, your image is broken. So there was only one time, there's been only one time where a lady wasn't able to get her score. I felt so bad. She bought about four coaching hours. She went up three points, but she needed a 26 on her speaking. She got a 25 on TOEFL IBT. I felt so bad. And I'm like, oh my God, then she came back. And then she said, hey, Arsenio, um, you know, can you help me with reading? I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, you know what? I haven't spoken to you in a long time. Absolutely. Let's get on a call. Let, let me go through this with you. And I think I offered her an hour or two free hours. And then after that, it was a little bit quiet. And then a day later, 24 hours later, she said, hey, I would like to buy a couple more coaching hours if that's okay. I said, there it is. See, because I because she's a longtime customer and because I had built that relationship, I didn't do it so much out of pity, me feeling bad about her in the situation. But I told her, I said, hey, I'm going to add on a free hour because it's the holidays and I'm feeling beautiful and you're well deserving of it. She was absolutely amazed about it. She was so cheeky and so happy about that. See, guys, like she's a returning customer. Although she didn't get the score, she came back. I said, absolutely, let's get on a free call. Let me do this for you. Let's go. I did. I sent her a lot of things. She said, hey, can I buy a couple hours? I said, yep. She bought two hours. I gave her a free hour. And guess what? With those hours all combined, her now having eight hours, she should be able to achieve the 26 in her speaking score. No doubt about it. And so, guys, that's a tell of two tells. I could have been, if, if I was that guy and I was like, oh, I, you know, I hope she doesn't come back because there, there were some times, you know, that I was teaching her and, you, you know, it, it was, it had become very, very frustrating. And, you know, after I finished, you know, my, uh, one of my friends, she's like, okay, just calm down, you know, um, just calm down about this, you know, uh, just relax. And I'm like, okay, well, she's not going to come back. She gave me a score. I was like, oh my God, I feel bad. But then after that, I'm like, okay, well, this is all part of the process. So when she came back, it's not like I said, oh my God, I'm so busy. It's not like I said, hey, yeah, let's get on a call. I have to, you want to pay right now? No, 
I gave her another, I gave her a free session. See, that's called, that's called building a relationship and that's called building trust. And that's called not giving a damn about the money. Because I said, let me give her this free hour. And guess what? She ended up buying two hours. If I had charged her an hour right, right off the block, I probably would have never gotten her. It's kind of like with, with the international school student. You know, the mother was like, hey, okay, so what, uh, what packages do you have? I said, okay, if you buy 10 hours, you get uh, two free hours. If you buy uh, 20 hours, you get five free hours. And my friend was like, hey, Arsenia, how much did you sell? I said, I sold the 20-hour package. She's like, she thought about it. And she's like, ah, she looked at me. She's like, I, I think you should have given them some free hours. I said, I did. I gave them five free hours because I want them to, I want to show them that it's not all about the money. See, guys, some of you are trapped in a poverty mindset. Some of you may know people who are trapped in a poverty mindset because you're literally chasing money. That is your motive. You chase money rather than building relationships. And this is why I tell everybody, once your motive becomes money, you take the human out of everything. And you're never going to get ahead because you're literally after the next dollar. That is how so many people lose in the world. Please don't become that person. So in saying that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to a very fiery podcast. But I got so much that's going to be coming up soon. So you better stay tuned for more. Again, all these write-ups and the good stuff is on my Business English Podcast badge as well as one free coaching hour, people. And it's not $40 a month. It's uh, $40 a month. Uh, what is it? It's not $40 an hour. It's $30 an hour for the coaching. And if you bring another friend, it gets much cheaper. If you bring a group of between three and five, it's a hell of a lot cheaper. So if you guys are interested, let me know. And with that being said, stay tuned for more. Over and out.